Yes, we've made it. It's Friday. It's August 10th. It's kind of kind of gross outside, but it's all right, because right here... It's moist. It's very moist, isn't it? It is. It's Morning Ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, I'll explain why this happened. I'm not happy. You won't be happy. But Brandon Judd and his boys over at the National Border Patrol Council have thrown their support behind Martha McSally. Martha McSally. Yes, I'll explain why. Second thing that I think you need to know is that... uh, NFL players in preseason, nothing better than preseason NFL. Yes, that's yes. Uh, they uh, they some players decided to take knees, raise fists. They say it's not going to stop. Blah 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 blah. Oh yeah, and the Trumpster has responded. We'll get to that. So good. Cancel the season. Well, <laughs> I mean, you guys, you guys are just so stupid. Just so stupid. Third thing. Third thing that I think you need to know. And there's a lot of stuff, man, but I guess for the third one, uh, we'll throw this one out there, at least for now. Um, It looks like China's economy is starting to go down big time, bigly, because of these tariffs. Yes, uh, auto sales, I saw this story, auto sales down 5.3%. Demand is sagging. Then there was a story at CNBC. Chinese leadership is facing a rare backlash for its handling of the U.S. trade dispute. Uh-oh. Maybe the tariffs are working. Three things I think you need to know. So uh, yesterday, the Trumpster, uh, or actually yesterday, some NFL players, again, raised fists, took knees, blah, blah, blah. Uh, again, I just don't understand the thinking at all behind the NFL because people get pissed at this. They don't like it. Yes, there'll be people that do watch. It is what it, I get it. Uh, but people get mad at this stuff, right? And you know what's funny is that the players say, and this is exactly what the lib thing is, right? And it's, it's basically becoming also um, professional athletes are becoming the equivalent of Hollywood, where they're all just nuts. They all stick together. They're all in their own little bubble, blah, 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 blah. I mentioned a couple of days ago, Aaron Rodgers came out in support of LeBron James, and uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, ripped into to President Trump. It's like they all want to be in their own little clique, and that's what they're doing, and that's whatever. But this is just ruining business. Like I, I don't, I don't get it. So yeah, this is what this is what the other side does. Um, they they want you know you must hear us, but be you know you must be inclusive, you must be accepting, blah 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 blah. So the players want to do these things, but if you react to it or say something about it, you're the devil. So the NFL players apparently in their own minds think that uh, they have the right to take a knee during the national anthem. They have the right to stick their fist in the air. They have the right to wear, as Colin Kaepernick, well, he was the one that did it, put uh, uh, socks on that showed police as pigs. And they have the right to do that. And you just, you have to sit, and I have to sit, and we have to just take it, right? And just accept it for what it is. Because if we dare criticize them for that, then we are the worst people. We just don't understand what their struggles are. Don't have to. I, I'm with you. But we don't understand what their struggles are. <laughs> and they make millions of dollars and you just are too you need to shut up about it and you have to accept them with this behavior but they don't have to accept anything that you say in response to that that's what it comes down to which is exactly what the other side is they lie about being inclusive and accepting and everything else uh so the trumpster tweeted out just a little while ago the nfl players are at it again 
Taking a knee? I mean, I just right there. Right there. The NFL players are at it again. Taking a knee when they should be standing proudly for the national anthem? Numerous players from different teams wanted to show their, quote, outrage, end quote, at something that most of them are unable to define. He is so right. They, are make, they make a fortune doing what they love. Be happy. Be cool. This is what the, the Trumpster writes. A football game that fans are paying so much money to watch and enjoy is no place to protest. Most of that money goes to the players anyway. Find another way to protest, stand proudly for your national anthem, or be suspended without pay. Ooh, but the league isn't going to do that. And again, I just don't understand this. What if you owned a... I always go back to the pizza place, right? Pizza place. And um, you have a sign. Don't stand for the national anthem. We take a knee. Or, or I shouldn't say that. If you own the pizza place and you have someone that believes that, maybe they wear shirts that say that, I stand with the NFL, I take a knee, blah, blah. And people... Whether they like it or hate it, you have the right. You're their boss. You would say, don't wear that or you're fired. It's the same thing here. The union has nothing in it to protect the players for this stuff. But granted, you know what? I don't care anymore. The owners, make it suffer. Listen, ratings are going to go down again. They were down last year. They're going to go down even more. So when all of a sudden, you know, the beer advertisers, the pizza guys, the car dealers, everybody else that advertises nationally and locally um, on these uh, for these games... When they go to the NFL and say, we're not paying this, you, you're basically wanting us to pay uh, pay rates based on the amount of people that were watching years ago. The amount of people watching now, not even close. We want to pay less. And then, you know what? At some point, the owners are going to say, well, crap, if we're getting less money, guess what, players? You're getting less money. So I just go implode. Like, I'm not telling them what to do, but just go implode. Bye. See ya. It's insane. I just love the president. Be happy. Be cool. And he, you know, this is like the most, I don't want to say nice, but I guess the least abrasive way that he has put this, find another way to protest. Stand proudly for your national anthem. I love it. Or be suspended without pay. Most of the money goes to the players. And he said, these fans are paying to watch this. It's no place to protest. And why can't, by the president shouldn't say that. So... The players can do this, but the president can't react. President can't show his love for the country. You know, if the president didn't do this, you know what people would say? Why hasn't the president said something about this? By the way, whether it was Trump, whether it was Obama, Bush, we'd be like, why doesn't the president say something? It's a big deal. Most popular sport, or at least it was, who knows now. And, and they're literally, you know, just dumping on the national anthem. I don't like that. Highlight is actually taking over. Highlight? Yeah, highlight. Really? Yep. <laughs> That's a crooked game. Literally. Yes. <clears throat> so uh, that's, that's what's going on with, uh, with that. I'm, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Already this is happening. Already. We're not even in. I mean, we're a month from the season starting. In the regular season, I should say. The regular season starting. So, uh, yeah. I, I, I just. The Trumpster piping in like this to me is just classic. Uh, it's just so. It's good. So good when it hits your lips. All right, uh, when we get back at 622, I will tell you why, in my estimation at least, because we could call up Brandon Judd and have Brandon come on, because you're probably a little fired up about this. Uh, the National Border Patrol Council, which Trump loves, all of a sudden throwing their weight behind Martha McSally. Now, there's again, there's reasoning behind it. Do you know why they're doing this? Any idea why they're doing this? Uh, I believe I know. 
Um, and again, you're not going to like it, but it, I think it, I don't have to agree to it. 710 this morning, by the way, uh, I have received a text from Oro Valley Mayor Satish Hiremath that I will reveal to you. Uh-huh. You got, you can't go anywhere. You, I, mean, it's, I told Ryan, this is so yeah, good. this is really this is, good. This is good. This is really good. That's at 710 this morning. We have so much. Maybe at 640, we'll do the uh, Jimmy Kimmel Kanye West stuff. So please do not go anywhere. It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. KNST has your shot at a trip to Our iHeart Radio Music Festival. Text the keyword DICE to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeart Radio info, standard data, and message rate supply. That's DICE to 200-200. 629, thanks for hanging out on this Friday. Hot, muggy, chance of rain. Put that on a loop, Ryan. You can play that for a while. Hot and muggy chance of rain? Yep. 72 out now. 93 in thunderstorms. That's what it officially is tomorrow. 93 in thunderstorms. Sunday, 95 in thunderstorms. Monday. I don't see a day in the next 10 days without thunderstorms. Let me tell you something. Last I'm not night, an oracle, so go ahead. We had one hit our house. Like, literally, the wind really? was, like, pounding the house. Really? And there's something loose in my attic banging around. And I don't know what it is. Oh, it could be a bird. It could be a raccoon. Sasquatch. <laughs> it could be a Sasquatch. I Sasquatch. Hope Much cheaper to fix a Sasquatch problem. Sasquatch. Beautiful. It's All right. Five star. They'll take care of it. Yes. They, they'll. Sasquatches? Oh, yeah. We'll drag them out by their feet. <laughs> They're big enough. Throw them over the shoulder. Walk out. Anyway. Thanks, uh, uh-huh. So, uh, so this is, this is, uh, this is like this. I have a funny story about this, too. Uh, anyway, Brandon Judd and, the, and his buddies, the National... It's it's not it's not just Brandon. It's the National Border Patrol Council. They said it was a quote no brainer to back Martha McSally. Again, Martha McSally won't talk to anybody like me on the radio and answer a damn question. She doesn't have the actual courage of any conviction because she doesn't know what to say until people tell her or which way the wind blows. But whatever. Um. So, uh. Again, the endorsement from Brandon Judd. Quote: He told the Washington Examiner. To us, she was a no-brainer. I spent an awful lot of time on the Hill. I spent an awful lot of time talking with senators, House of Representatives, and Martha McSally has always been receptive. (laughs) For border security purpose, she is the person, he said. Hmm. Of course, and Brandon comes on the show, and Brandon, listen, he's a big boy. They backed John McCain a couple years ago, and then he regretted that. He said they were wrong. But uh, but he said, we have to... it's nothing against Kelly Ward. I'm just telling you what he's going to say. It's based on what people are wanting to do, like what they have done for us. He said in the past, McCain at the end got us this and this and this for us for our jobs. So he's going to say McSally is going around there saying she wants the wall and she wants this and she's pushing for this. And she she pushed the uh, Dave Brad Bill that she tried to put her name attached to and stuff like that. And of course, I'll bring up to Brandon. Well, what about the fact that she took her name off of a bill that would have given amnesty to DACA people? Uh, and then she scrubbed a YouTube video where she was yelling at John Kelly to say, why are you doing anything to protect the deck of people in my district? Uh, so my mother uh, calls me and she's like, I want to get a Kelly Ward yard sign. I said, okay. Of course, she says, how do I get one? Because I'm, you know, my, pa- my family has spent a lot of time telling me to knock me down off my egotistical peg and say, you know, you don't know everything. Yet they call me to ask me questions to give them answers because they think I know everything, but they don't want to tell me I know everything. Anyway, so I said, call the Maricopa County GOP. You live up there. So she did that. 
You know what they told her? Uh, we're, we're out of them. But would you like a McSally or a Pio? We have a lot of those. <laughs> My mom said no. And they said every time we get, uh, you know, cases of the, the Kelly Ward ones, people come in, they're gone. We Nobody's coming in asking for the McSally and the Arpaio ones. And that's up in Maricopa County. Is is that a... A sign? Is it? Is, well, it's a couple of signs, actually. It's a McSally and Arpaio sign. That Exactly. They want, they have. But I'm saying, is, is that something that's going to... Is it meaningful? Does it mean that really uh, people are wanting that? Like, remember we used to see all the Trump, Trump yard signs and people would... You'd never see Hillary ones mm-hmm. across the country. And then they'd be like, that doesn't mean anything. I've seen McSally ones at intersections. I've yet to see a McSally one in front of somebody's house. I've seen Kelly Ward's in front of people's homes, but not McSally's. I, you know, just, just throwing that out there. Just throwing that out there. Uh, 710 this morning. What, are you getting text back? Uh, yeah, he's on the border. He's trying to find a place with some cell reception. Oh, Ryan's trying to get Brandon Judd to come on the show so I can destroy him. And, uh, <laughs> and Brandon's going to laugh at it. And then I'll yell at Brandon for not getting the picture of my son, uh, butt naked with a Make America Great Again yarmulke on. Uh, now he didn't get that picture to his buddy Don Trump, senior. So anyway, we'll see if we make that happen. As of now, we'll do the Kanye West thing in about uh, seven minutes. He was out with Jimmy Kimmel, and the media is totally getting it wrong. Uh, of course, Jimmy's like, how could you back Trump? Blah, 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 blah. We'll get to that. 710 this morning. Uh, the text message I got from Oral Valley Mayor Satish Lowermath. It's pretty funny. Right now on Candace Deeds Fox. Simulating talk. 641, thanks for hanging out. Oh, boy. This is where winners hang out. And this, uh, I'm just looking out. Sorry, I'm looking out the window at Oracle in Fort Lowell. And it's a... Uh, an area of beauty, I'll tell you that. Area of beauty. Holy smokes. Uh, three things I think you need to know. Number one, National Border Patrol Council, the head honcho, Brandon Judd, announced that the Border Patrol Council itself, throwing its weight behind Martha McSally, called it a no-brainer. We're going to try to get Brandon on. We'll see. Maybe even now. We're, he's just on the border trying to do his job, and uh, Ryan's bothering him via text. And he's Anyway, we'll see what happens. Second thing, that I think you need... What? What? It's hot in here, isn't it? Did the air conditioning break? Second thing that I think you... Or is it all the hot air coming out of my mouth? Second thing that I think you need to know is that some NFL players uh, kneeled. They raised their fists in air and protests at preseason games. And President Trump... President Trump tweeted out basically, (laughs) What are you doing? Why are you doing this again? What's going on here? Uh, I mean, the tweets are actually excellent. NFL players were at it again, taking a knee when they should be standing proudly for the national anthem. Numerous players from different teams wanted to show their outrage at something that most of them are unable to define, which is so true. They make a fortune doing what they love. Be happy. Be cool. Football game that fans are paying so much money to watch and enjoy is no place to protest. Most of that money goes to the players anyway. Find another way to protest. Stand proudly for your national anthem or be suspended without pay. Is that the rule? I can't even follow the news. Is that the rule? Because they go back and forth with the NFL. Third thing that I think you need to know. And you know what? There's so much going on. How about this one? I mentioned the uh, Chinese economy going down. Uh, the president has increased pressure on Turkey to try to save an American. Uh, he just uh, tweeted, I've authorized, just authorized a doubling of tariffs on steel and aluminum with respect to Turkey as their currency. The Turkish lira slides rapidly downward against our very strong dollar. Aluminum will not be 20%, steel 50. Relations are 
with Turkey not good at this time because they would not release an American pastor. So you got the, finally a president fighting to save an American. Three things I think you need to know. All right, uh, we'll get back to the Kanye stuff in a minute. We have Brandon Judd with us. Brandon, National Border Patrol Council President. How you doing, man? Hey, Garrett. How are you? I'm all right. Uh, are you in a safe area? Let's say that again. Are you in a safe area? Oh, I'm sure you're going to start firing all kinds of shots at me. Exactly. What the hell are you thinking? Putting your weight behind Martha McSally. <laughs> tell me why. Tell me why I shouldn't have. Come well, on. well, I'll tell you what. One thing, she's afraid to come on this show and answer a question. Uh, two, she scrubbed a, a video that showed her yelling at John Kelly to answer why he's not doing more to protect DACA recipients in her, in her district. Uh, three, she actually said uh, also she wanted to take her name off of a bill that would have given amnesty to DACA recipients because she wants to hide her past. And all of a sudden to get elected, she's spouting the company line. Four, she never voted for Trump. She won't even admit that she never voted for Trump. She didn't like Trump. Uh, I'll do more, but I'll let you, I'll let you answer. <laughs> well... <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm a jerk. I know. No, no, not at not not at all. I, at least you can defend your position. Yes, I, she I, can't. I can appreciate that. I, I can I can absolutely 100 percent appreciate that. Well, um, from from my standpoint, is Martha McSally has always worked with with us and with with the border patrol as far as what we need, the resources we need, um, to secure the border. And I'm I'm going to stick strictly with border security and the history of people that I have. Um, and what they've done, and she's done a great job as far as um, advocating for the resources and what we need in order to make that once in that border once and for all secure. And so, yeah, it, for me, it was a no-brainer. So, and I get it. So, is this more of okay? Martha's been in Congress, and she has no, no. In fact, mm. in fact, you know, this whole drain the swamp mantra, yes. I, I believe in it one hundred percent. But, but Garrett, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, Trump has been in, in, in office now for about two years. Has there been any draining of the swamp? I mean, look at my agency. Look at, look at who, look, again, look at my agency. Ha, has the swamp been drained at all in my agency? Um, well, Holman retired. Well, he was over ICE. Border oh, okay. Patrol. He, he, reti- he retired. Yes. He was appointed. He was appointed. He was the one who gave us catch and release. Holman is the one who gave us. So, and how, how that, is it? How that, has he that, gone that, from? I, mean, I remember you saying that. How has he gone from giving you guys catch and release? Was that a directive under Obama? Did he say it to appease his yes, boss? Because yes, all of a sudden was, he came, he's one hundred eighty degrees different now when Trump took office. Yeah, well, that that's exactly. These people are chameleons. They they are going to do and say anything that they have to do and say to to stay in in the power that they have. Is it McSally and, the and same that way? Was, what's that? Is it McSally the same way? Um, from, again, from my standpoint, absolutely not. Uh, look at the border security. Look at what she has advocated for us, um, and, and she's done a great job. And so I have to stick with that. But okay, well, what, what did she? Ad- hang on, what did she advocate for you? Like what? Because because okay. what we know is that she was doing everything she could to try. To, she literally took her name off of a bill she co-sponsored because she didn't want people to realize that that bill, which would have given amnesty to DACA recipients, uh, was attached to her. So how does that okay, help so, you guys? So, so first off, first off, I 100% supported Trump as far yes. as, as the DACA if we would have gotten border security. You take a snapshot in time and you say, okay, our, if we would trade DACA today 
for 40 years of border security, would I do that? Would I sign my name on that? Absolutely. Trump himself was for an amnesty program if it would have given us border security. And I stand 100% behind that if, in fact, it was, if, if that's how it was going to turn out. If you're going to ask me, are we going to continue down this same path where, where out of every two crossings, one gets away, one gets apprehended, but that one that gets apprehended ends up getting released under the home and catch and release program, um, you know, are, are, would, would, I give up, would I give up DACA for 40 years of border security? Absolutely. And do I think that the, that the majority of the American public would do the same? Absolutely. I, I, I believe that they would do the same. And Martha McSally was in the same boat. So where did, she, where did she go wrong if Trump himself was for an amnesty program if it was going to give us border security? Um, I, 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 I'm looking at everything that she's done in the past. I'll give you one example. 2015, she voted for the National Defense Authorization Act, which would have been amnesty for illegal aliens, one of only 20 Republicans to vote with 182 Democrats. To get that going. So, uh, you know, I just, I don't know. It's hard for me to trust. I look at it this way. And you answer this for me. Who would do more for you and more to secure the border if they were in office? Martha McSally or Kelly Ward? From, uh, I, I can't answer that question because I don't know what Ward would actually do. Do, do I know what campaign speeches are? Do I know what people will say on the campaign trail? absolutely would she add, would she actually come through who knows you have no idea I mean look at how many politicians I've dealt with over over my career in the Border Patrol and the vast majority of them will tell you one thing behind closed doors and then turn around and do another thing what I do have is I have a history with McSally of actually advocating for and doing what's what's necessary for the Border Patrol why wouldn't I stick with that I know you're saying, well, you, and I remember you stuck with John McCain, too. You guys backed him in 2016. We did. And we then... Did. Uh, and, 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 Garrett, am I going to agree with every no. single thing that McSally does? Of course not. Am I going to agree with every single thing that McCain does? Of course not. Would I be backing McCain today? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Am I, am I insanely disappointed in, in what McCain turned out to be? Absolutely Will, will I be disappointed two years from now in, in Mark McSally? Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Um, I would never throw my hat in the ring behind somebody that I think that I would be disappointed in. But you can't. I don't know. But, but uh, again, look at, the, look at the, the, the main campaign promises of, of, of President Trump, which was drain the swamp and build the wall. You know, I got you. Am I, I going to? Yeah. Am, am I yeah. going to jump on and, and, and hammer President Trump because of those things? Of course, I'm not. Because there's a lot more factors that go into it than just the president himself. Is the president himself working his butt off to try to drain the swamp and build the wall? Yes, he is. He is. Does he have people like McCain, like Flake, that are that are trying to stymie every single thing that he's trying to do? Yes, that's happening as we speak. So. You know, I, I mean, there's there's a lot of different things that go into into you know these politics, and Kelly Ward would be one of 100. 
one person by themselves, it's very difficult to get things done. And, and McSally, one of 435, it's even, it's even more difficult. Let me ask you this, Brandon. So, Brandon, Judd, Brandon Judd is with the National Border Patrol Council, and he is on KNST AIM 790. Um, do you think Martha McSally has been consistent since she's been in Congress on illegal immigration? I think, I think that, that, one, that one instance, the defense authorization bill, I think that's the one thing that I would look back and say, I wish she wouldn't have done that, but that's one. I mean, we that's have sound bites where she had town halls down here in southern Arizona where she was asked point blank about, uh, about building a wall, and she didn't think it was always the greatest idea. I mean, oh. that's where I, I just see oh, okay. and I, 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 yeah. there, I, I haven't heard those sound. I, I, I haven't heard those sound bites, so I can't comment on things that I'm not, that, that I'm not intimately familiar with. Um, but w- what I can say is, is, from what I know, McSally has always, exactly what I've said, if you asked me right now and you said, Brandon, do we need a 2,000-mile wall on the southwest border? My answer would be no. Yet I have been one of the biggest supporters in Trump and his wall. I have constantly said a wall in strategic locations. Give me walls in strategic locations where I can, where I can dictate the flow of illegal traffic, and I will become a lot more effective in, in what I do. But a wall on, on all 2,000 miles of the border, I think that's absolutely stupid. Um, do you see where people would be would be questioning this? I don't mean to cut you off, but we're just running short on time, and you're awesome for no, joining no, no, us. That's fine. That's do, you, fine. do you see where people would be, I guess, upset because they view Martha? Martha, I mean, Kelly, at the drop of a hat, will come on the show. And I know this has nothing to do with you, but it goes to character and standing up for your belief and encouraging conviction. Uh, Kelly has said the same thing for years about border security. You know, wall, wall, we need the wall. We, of course, you need to wear works. You need the wall. Uh, she doesn't want an amnesty right away. She wants to make sure we get the wall first before the amnesty. Uh, Martha has flip-flopped back and forth in that situation. She has not been a big Trump supporter. Uh, John McCain's 2008 PR company that helped him with his 2008 presidential campaign is the same one that's managing Martha's senatorial bid. Um, it's just the the establishment fingers. I mean, Mitch McConnell is supporting Martha McSally. Does that not raise red flags for you guys? Um, a, a PR firm, absolutely not. You're going to go with a PR firm that's going to get information out. PR firms are just the, the, the same as, as, as what our government agencies are. But that's when it's attached to this, the, literally the, the lady that was now, her scheduler is the same one that helped was John McCain's campaign. The reason uh, I know that is she booked McSally, and then when McSally found out she was going to be on the show and this lady didn't know what our history was, she canceled on us the last second. That's all I'm saying. They, they know what's going on. Okay, okay. That, that, that I understand. But, but yeah, but um, again, Garrett, I'm going to have to stick with what, what she's done for us. Mm-hmm. And, and from a border security standpoint, yes. Yes, I do. I do stand, stand by Martha McSally. I do stand by what she has done. Um, Kelly Ward, and let's be honest. Garrett, let, let, let's be truly honest. Mm. Kelly Ward in the state of Arizona, Fox News has the If there's anything that should scare people... Fox News has, has Arizona as a, a light blue state right now, as far as the Senate um, as far as the Senate goes. Yeah, they also said that Trump wouldn't. Yeah, but they you? but they also said uh, you know there was no way Trump would win. You had Chris Steyerwalt on Fox, that no, freaking no, loser. No, no. no. But I'm hold saying on, they they on, all do on, that. Hold on, yeah. hold on, yeah. Hold, hold on. Where 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 the polls had it right? The polls the polls nationally they were right. They had um um. I, I forget her name. I, we, we all should forget her name, to be honest with you. Hmm. What's her name? Oh, it's Clinton. Clinton, that's right. Clinton. <laughs> the national polls had Clinton winning, yes. and Clinton, in fact, won. Yes. Where, where the polls were also right were in the states. Right now, Fox News has, has Arizona as a light blue state, and that should scare people. 
do you want for one second believe that Kelly Ward can beat Cinema in in a in a statewide election in Arizona? I, I think so. Not yeah. so. Is that what it is? I, you think that she McSally has the best chance of winning? So that's why you're. Oh, I I, I know McSally has the mm. best chance of winning. Okay. I, I I absolutely one hundred percent know McSally has the best chance of winning. And do you think that I want to hand that? Over cinema? Absolutely not. I got you. No, I know you don't. I know. Listen, I know, and I know it's a very, uh, it's a very interesting situation, and it's still new and it's still different. And I get it. Um, I just, I think there'd be a lot of people that, and I've told them, if look, if McSally somehow wins a primary, you got to vote for her because cinema is a disaster. But you know, again, the fact that McSally literally doesn't want to talk to media, she kicked people out of a chamber, a report out of a chamber of commerce meeting up in Northern Arizona. She's she's done. It's she just literally we don't know where she stands. She's afraid to talk. That's one of the things and, that bothers and that, me. And that and that should be that should be. Let me let me tell you something yeah. that happened. And, and and of course they they won't air this. But I'm sitting at the at the press conference when we when we endorse Mark McSally, and you should have seen the absolute. Stupid questions. Now, I'm not saying from you, you, you are a tough person. You call me on the carpet all the time, which, Garrett, I appreciate, and your listeners should appreciate. Um, you know darn good and well that I'll come on your show no matter, no matter what you're going to say to mm-hmm. me, and your listeners should appreciate that. Yes. But I, I will tell you, you should have seen the stupid questions and the stupid attacks that she got. Remember when? Remember that article um, where I was critical of the deployment of the National Guard? Yes. yes. First off, First off, nobody went on Fox News more than I did to uh, cheerlead the decision to put the National Guard on the border. But when the National Guard came down to the border and they weren't being deployed, look, they were in our parking lots and they were, they were drawing lo- um, um, the parking line. That's what the National Guard was doing. We were wasting our money for the National Guard to paint our parking um, places. Mm. They, weren't, they weren't getting out and they weren't... Um, bring up our agents to be on the border like like what they had in the past. And so I was critical of that. Now, everybody says that, oh, well, you were critical of the National Guard being on the border. No, I'm not. In fact, I've always said the National Guard is absolutely necessary. But, of course, they take, they, they, they take the, the headline. They don't read the whole article. And this is the kind of crap that I've seen the media constantly give Martha McSally. I'm not saying that about you. I wish she would go on your show. Um... But when that's the case, I would kick the media out as well. Yeah, I know, but I'm if different. The media, if, if the I media gotcha. was saying stupid yeah. stuff like that, I'd be like, get out of my face. I got gotcha. you. Go. I got gotcha. you. Brett, I'm really late, and I understand. I, I appreciate I that perspective. Dude, and I, I respect you. We're not always going to agree. My wife doesn't always agree. That's why she's wrong a lot. But uh, I want to talk <laughs> to you about this. And, I, dude, I give it to you for coming on the show, man. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon, brother. I appreciate it, man. Be safe. All right, dude. All, All right, right, take care. Bye. Brandon Judd, National Border Patrol Council on KNST. All right. How are you doing? What's up? 708. It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Man, fire it up on this Friday. It's what makes it fun, doesn't it? All right. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, we just talked to Brandon Judd, head of the National Border Patrol Council. Endless. I'm getting emails. Brandon's a good dude. We're never... We got to get out of this thing where we're, if we disagree with one thing or whatever, and I know it's a pretty big thing, that we're always going to just, you know, be mad. But anyway, Brandon's group, the National Border Patrol Council, and I guarantee you, by the way, I, I will get hit up by Border Patrol agents and they'll say, I disagree with Brandon. But anyway, the council as a whole, it's the union for the Border Patrol agents. They have thrown their weight behind Martha McSally. And Brandon said it's because everything she has done for us. And he admitted at the end, we think that uh, 
she has the best chance of winning in the general. We'll talk about it. Second thing that I think you need to know uh, is that uh, NFL players kneeling. They took some knees. They raised some fists uh, yesterday in the preseason games. And the Trumpsters responded on Twitter by basically saying, listen, you know, you're at NFL players at it again. They should be standing. He said they want to show outrage. It's something that most of them are unable to define, which is so true. That's it. He's racist. He's calling them stupid. They don't know what the hell they're doing. And he said they make a lot of money doing what they love. Be happy. Be cool. It's what he tweeted. I retweeted it. Um, and he said people pay a lot of money to watch these games. It's no place to protest. Find another way to protest. Good for him. Third thing I think you need to know. We'll talk about this as well. The Oral Valley mayor, Satish Hiremath, uh, sent me a text yesterday morning. I didn't even hear it. I actually was able to sleep till 6 o'clock yesterday because it was my, first, my son's first day of school. I took the day off for that. Um, and he wants to come on the radio show and claims, and I'll talk more about this, but claims that I'm being played by the challengers up in Oro Valley. And apparently I'm, he's insinuating I'm too dumb to realize that I'm being played by the challengers to him and his council members. Uh, we'll get into more of that. I think it's, so I responded back and said, you're more than welcome to come on the show as long as your opponent can be on with you. And I have yet to hear from the Oro Valley mayor, Satish uh, Lowermath. Three things I think you need to know. By the way, if you want to comment about this whole Brandon Judd thing that I just did, you can. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Feel free, you can email me, uh, garrett at knst.com, and I'm getting hit up on Facebook like crazy as well. Um, Brandon, uh, blaming Trump for not draining the swamp is how he rationalizes support from McSally. Maybe, maybe. Um, We have that. Uh, and and Brandon said at the end he doesn't blame Trump for the swamp not being drained. I guess he's frustrated because the guys that are then running the border patrol are are people that he thinks are just Washington, you know, chameleons. They change, they this, that. I, what you know, what is Trump going to do? Is he not doing enough? Who should he name as the head of it? I um, I got this. Brandon is showing the true colors. Uh, I like this one because I you know I if you listen to the interview, I told Brandon everything that I needed to know that. Uh, she won't come on the show. She has flip-flopped. You don't know which Martha there is, you know, it is. She's gone back and forth about all kinds of things. She was never outspoken and fighting for border security until Trump started winning, right? He became president, and, and she realized I should, I should ride the coattails. You know this, I know this. I, I, well, they all do that. They, they do. And, you know, I, I, again, I would give it to her. If she came on this show and she said, I know... Uh, You've been very critical of me, and you have every right to do it. Um, and you know what? I didn't think Trump was going to win, and I didn't see what he was really going to do. But now that I've witnessed it, I realized how right he is, and I have to admit when I'm wrong, and I'm convinced, you know, and I support. If she did that, what am I supposed to say? All right. You know, at least you can be honest and go, I was wrong about this before. Now I realize the correct thing. Well, that's the thing. She... But she won't do it. I don't even get an email reply back whenever yeah, I make wait. requests. Yes, hey, come on the show. So it looks like to me, and probably everybody else, that she's just running away or ignoring us. Exactly. Because it's like, again, have the courage of conviction to stand up for what you believe. So I got this. This is, this is really good. Uh, this is, uh, I got this email. Uh, Brandon Judd to Martha. Quote, see, Martha, you can go on Garrett's show. Uh, so you can go on Garrett's show and disagree with him and still be friends. 
Go for it. You'll be fine. Again, I'm not going to agree with Brandon on everything, but it's okay. Like, we got to get out of this. And, it, and, and it's not just me telling you. It's the Dems as well. Where all of a sudden, you know, they, you got to hate your political opponent. Why? Why? You could yeah. disagree. Some people are just have a different makeup, and I get it. Some people have chemical imbalances. I get it. It's, it's okay. It's all right. Again, I don't think that Kelly Ward would get her butt kicked to Kirsten Sinema. I could be wrong. I could be in my own bubble. But whatever. Oh, yeah, but, you know, but the facts speak, speak for themselves. Kelly Ward comes on a drop of a dime. Or, you know, she's very yeah. available to us, I should say, to, to talk about things. And Martha doesn't say anything to me or us. Yeah. So that's how I see it. You uh, won't even tell me a no. The fact that she also kicked out that reporter up in Payson from a Chamber of Commerce meeting. Yeah. You can't hear what I'm going to say. We have the sound bites where she said the president's going to make when she was running before she was running for Senate, uh, where she said the president's making it very hard for us. You know, it's difficult. Is it? That's the stuff I'm talking about. I agree. So she's going to, you know, so which Martha is it? That means a lot to me. Brandon's different, says that uh, believes that she'll get whatever they need to help secure the border. And um, again, they think that she has a better chance of the general. So we got that. Let's go to uh, Sandra first. Sandra, welcome to KNST. Hi. Hi, Garrett. Um, I heard the interview, and I really think Brandon Judd is being played. Martha McSally is the protege of John McCain and Jeff Flake. I voted for Martha when she first started running, you know, when she first ran, yeah. and I've regretted it. I will still vote for Kelly Ward. Um, I can understand where Mr. Judd's coming from. You know, he says that Martha's done a lot for them. But Martha, she shakes your hand with one hand and stabs you in the back with the other hand. I don't trust her. I will go with Kelly Ward. Sandra, thank you very much for the phone call. 880-KNST, 880-5678. And this is a talk radio audience, and I think a lot of people still support Kelly, and they will support Kelly, and I think they see Kelly as more in line with Trump. And I think Trump is staying out of this because he sees Kelly Ward as someone that is um, more in line with, with the ideology, right? The Trump beliefs, the Trump mantra. But he also sees all of a sudden... McSally, maybe, maybe, as people are telling him, maybe he thinks he has a better chance of winning. Who knows? So he's going to let the people decide, and whoever is the winner, he's going to... And then you have Sheriff Joe, too. He doesn't want to... He pardoned Sheriff Joe. He's not going to get involved with that, and Sheriff Joe just needs to step away. Anyway, let's go to uh, Lauren. Lauren, welcome to KNST. Hi. Hi. Um, you know what? Uh, my husband and I both have Dr. Kelly Ward stickers on the back of our vehicles. We got them actually in the White Mountains at... Up, uh, up in Sholo uh, at the Trump store. Oh, I love um, those people at the Trump store. They're fantastic. I love that store. Those are the nicest people. Yep. Um, yep. And we've been in there several times when we go up. Very cool. Now, I, I, I always, just like I, whenever I see police officers or military, I thank them for their service. I do the same when I see the Border Patrol, when we're at lunch or I'm in a grocery store. Mm-hmm. I, I love them. I, I, would, I, I completely back them. I'm very, very disappointed in Brandon Judd here. Um, he said in the midst of that conversation that he wished he hadn't asked John McCain. Mm-hmm. Well, that's exactly what he's doing. 
all of all of McSally's backers and the people funding her are John McCain's yep. people and the establishment. He said, oh, Trump isn't cleaning out the swamp. Well, you're backing a swamp rat. That's exactly what he's doing. He's concerned about not, you know, Trump, what's he done? He hasn't cleaned out the swamp. You know, it's interesting. Dr. Kelly Ward, if you mention her or want to talk to her, she'd be on a treadmill at her gym, and you can hear it in the background, and she's on the phone with you in, in within 10, 20 minutes. I think that actually happened. It actually happened. I know. I, 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 I'm an everyday listener. Oh, thank uh, you. And, and, the, and, and, and Brandon Judd tries to get to a place where he's got signal on the border to call you. I mean, doesn't he understand? And remember that, that uh, town hall or whatever that McSally was having up at Saddlebrook, and there were like maybe 50 or 100 people in there, and one of your listeners was one of the people in there, mm-hmm. and stood up and asked, why don't you go on Garrett Lewis's show, you know, his talk radio show? And she had to look at her, her, her people who control her and comes back with the answer, well, I, I'm trying to get my message out. And he said... There's a hundred people in this room. Garrett has thousands of listeners, and you're trying to get your message out, but you won't go on his show. Um, I mean, she, yeah. she's a, she's a flip flopper. She's you know, like you said, she took her name. She was one of the sponsors of that bill that what was against the wall and that wanted amnesty. And then she takes her name off of that when she's deciding she's going to run for senator. She's she's exactly what McCain's people. Every time he would run. Every six years, his little minions would be walking through our neighborhood, knocking on doors, you know, and that, and the last couple of times they came through, I said, no, I'm not backing John McCain because he says exactly what everybody wants to hear when, when he's running. And then when he gets there, he's sitting pretty for six years yep. and doesn't have to, and doesn't have to do what he said. McSally's doing the, doing the same thing. Uh, from 435 people, one, she didn't have enough power. Now she's going to be one of 100 where she has power. And then Brandon Judd says, well, he, well, she, um, she advocates. McSally advocated for this. Well, she's in Congress. She can advocate. Mm-hmm. You know, Dr. Kelly Ward isn't in Congress. She doesn't have that kind of power. But, I know. But she backs Trump when McSally wouldn't. She wouldn't even say that she did or didn't vote for Trump. She was a, she didn't talk about Trump. Now that she wants to be a senator, she has that little sound bite. Oh, you McSally, she's the real deal. Trump saying that about her. I, I, it makes me sick. And it was just at a Rose Garden, com- uh, uh, Rose Garden press conference. And he and you could to say tell it, it was cut up, Garrett. I know. You can tell by the sound bite that it was, it was tweaked and cut up. So I, I'm praying that Brandon, John, Brandon, I, I back you. I, I back you. I, I, I think the world of Border Patrol, but you're, you're wrong in this, and you need to rethink this. If, if, you, if you think that, if you wish you hadn't backed McCain, you know, bless your heart, that's exactly what you're doing of backing McSally. Lauren, it's a fantastic call. Thank you so much for thank listening. You, thank you for listening, Gary. I appreciate thank you. Take care. And I'm not trying to get cheesy. Hang on a second. I'm, I'm not trying to get cheesy. But um, look, there are a lot of talk show hosts that wouldn't have the guts to ask Brandon those uncomfortable questions. What? It's true. It, they, they wouldn't. And that's why Martha won't come on the show. There are certain lawmakers and certain people that won't come on the show. Certain will. I've said it forever. There's, you know, Steve Farley's a Democrat. He's a state lawmaker. He's running for governor. He's going to lose against that nutjob David Garcia. 
Steve and I disagree on a lot of things. It's been a while since he's been on the show, but at least he has the courage of his conviction of his belief and he'll come on and defend what he believes. And, and listen, the reason I ask these questions, I want to know the answers and I do it for you too. And that's why I think we have a, a connection in that aspect. And then you have too many of these talk shows that want to be able to, again, to just be friendly with these politicians, everything I else. Can you break your question, Garrett? Like that guy. Like that guy. Really quick, uh, Tom, welcome to KNST. Hi. Yeah, this is Tom, the Uber driver. Thank you for taking my call. You got First it. First of all, great interview a few minutes ago. Thank you. Loved it. Um, I want to say that I think the end of the conversation where he felt that McSally was the one that could get the vote in the main election for Senate, uh, a senator, uh, was the prime reason why he was doing that. Yep. Seemed to me like he was angry, uh, upset, and he sounded mm. also like a company man, and I was really surprised to hear that. He didn't give a lot of good answers uh, to your questions. So uh, that's my take on it, and that's where I stand. I'll, my vote is for uh, Kelly Ward with an I. Right, thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. And thank you for listening while you're driving the Uber, dude. I appreciate it. Uh, I, I don't think Brandon was angry. He's not angry. I disagree with that. He's probably but, disappointed that some of those people are still in power, that yes. ones that are appoint, appointed. Yes. I can, I can understand that. Yes, Absolutely. I get it. And you got to understand, too, Brandon's job is to also get everything he can for his fellow Border Patrol agents. Yes. And I like that. Brandon's a good dude. His heart's in the right place, and he's doing crazy freaking work, he and his fellow Border Patrol agents. They just made the calculated uh, call to say that we think Martha has a better chance of beating Kirsten Sinema than Kelly does. That's I think that's what it comes down to. But I, and, and that we, I gave him my... And when, I'm not going to change his mind. He's not going to change mine. Just know that. Just wanted to get that info to you. We'll continue. Got more calls. We'll also get to the... Um, Oral Valley stuff as well, because uh, Higher Math uh, wants to come on the show, but he's not, he's not gotten back to me. I'll tell you about that text that he sent coming up. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Lation. Moist outside, 731, 93 in thunderstorms. Tomorrow, 93 in thunderstorms. Sunday, 95 in thunderstorms. Yay! 880-KNST, 880-5670. We will get to the uh, Satish Higher Math stuff. I'm still waiting to hear back from my response to him. He wants to come on the show and it's funny, he tries to uh, use, like, psychological stuff to try to make me have him on the show or something like that, which is just so funny. This dude is such a weirdo. We'll get to that. Hang on. Kathy, uh, welcome to KNSC. Hi, Kathy. Hey, hi, how are you? Good. Oh, these huge red flags. When somebody is being interviewed and they start posing their own questions to themselves and then answering them, that's not, that's not a good sign. I don't know. I haven't, you know, I've heard him. Do I do that? No, he oh, was doing it okay. the whole time. I talk to myself but a I, lot. Yeah, no, I know we do. <laughs> um, but when somebody asks themselves a, same, a question so that they can, they can determine the way the conversation's going, that's not good. That's not an interview. Like when, when I would ask him a question and he'd say, do I think this, blah, blah, right. blah. And then, I and There's gotcha. like three. There's a string of three questions for himself. So... He did a really good job interviewing himself. Oh. So that, that was not good. I, I knew it stinks because I like Brandon, but we can disagree about things. And um, I, I, I think it all comes down to the fact, and I predicted this, it's they think that, uh, that Martha has a much better chance in the general than Kelly Ward does. Yeah, the, the last, yeah what the last caller said about how yeah. he, yeah, she can get all the votes. That was that, that's, and that's right the last, there, I said, yeah. I said to myself, I stand in the kitchen, I said, that's it. Oh, wait, so you were talking to yourself, too? 
Oh, yeah, I oh, okay. I'm the most intelligent <laughs> one around. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So that you got right. that. I mean, that's what it comes down to. They can say what they want. I don't know why they had to jump in unless they know. really think. To me, the reason that Brandon and his group would have to jump in and do that is because maybe they think they need to push her over the line to try to beat Kelly Ward. Yeah. You know, that's they what I think. Kelly. Uh, otherwise, otherwise, they should have just, you know, back out. They don't have to support anybody. They really don't. Like, they never supported anybody for president. The first per- the first person they supported for president was Trump. Yeah. They never supported yeah, Obama now- or Bush or anybody else. Yeah, now they're going for McSally. It's really disappointing. I, and that to me, I, to me, again, I think that maybe that means that McSally's not doing so well against Kelly Ward. Because they but thought we have to come out and... Her, because they why think Because they think that she right. has a better chance of winning in the general. Yeah. So. Well, I think not. I, got I think you. Kelly's going to win, and uh, yeah, go Kelly. It's going to be interesting. Hey, uh, thank you so much for listening, Kathy, and have a great weekend. Got it. Thanks. Bye bye. Seven thirty three. We'll continue. You can react. I want to get to the Satish Hiramath stuff, but think about that though. Uh, I have. Why? Why would they have to come out and throw their sport behind Martha to try to get more people to back her to try to give her a better chance in the primary? There's always a reason things are done. So to me, I take that as maybe she's uh, she's a little weak, right? They haven't come out and supported anybody else across the country. Is it fair to say that Martha has a track record? And does Kelly have a track record in Congress? No, she's only been a state lawmaker. See, and that's anyway. They think that she has the I best chance. Yeah. Seven thirty-four will continue. Uh, Mayor of Oro Valley all of a sudden wants to come on the radio show after I had the uh, his uh, opponent, the mayor, and another uh, uh, someone challenging his council members. Uh, on the show. Melanie Barrett was her name. She was fantastic. Interviews on my page at KNST.com. Uh, I'll let you know what Satish Hiramath sent me in via text and what I replied back to him. It's pretty funny. It's coming up. Here's fun. 743 on this Friday. Thank you for hanging out. Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, the National Border Patrol Council. Brandon Judd, that group threw their weight behind uh, Martha McSally. He was on the show last hour, and he basically said uh, they're doing it because she has the best chance to win in a general. Second thing that I think you need to know, the Trumpster calls out the NFL players for kneeling. They kneeled yesterday, a bunch of them in in different preseason games. And he's like, come on, this is not the right time or place to protest. And he basically said they don't even know what they're protesting. They can't even define why they're protesting. I thought it was pretty cool. Third thing I think you need to know, get to this in just a second, Satish Hiramath, the mayor of Oro Valley, all of a sudden wants to come on the show. All of a sudden wants to come on the show. Why is that? Apparently, uh, he wrote me a text. I'll get into this more, but he thinks I'm being played by the challengers. We had his uh, opponent, Joe Winfield, who's running for mayor, and uh, a person running for town council, Melanie Barrett, was on the show a couple of days ago on Wednesday, and uh, he thinks I'm being played. Three things I think you need to know. Isn't that nice? Nothing says, let me get, let me get on this guy's radio show by telling him he's too stupid to realize he's being lied to. He's just too dumb to understand this. This is the ego on that nut mayor. And he's more than welcome on the show. Look, I know he doesn't think a lot of me, and that's fine. This, what an insulting freaking guy. It makes me laugh. I'll, I didn't even realize this. Yesterday I took the day off because it was my son's first day of kindergarten. All right? Uh, it, was, it was really good. So I was able to sleep till six o'clock, which is, it's late. I mean, I get up at three. Uh, So I didn't even realize that I got a text from Satish Hiramath at 5, 10 in the morning until my wife grabbed my phone and she's like, you never look at your texts. I'm like, I know. And she's like, 
you see this text? I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Around midday, early afternoon, I saw this text, right? Uh, apparently yesterday, 5.10 in the morning, Satish, the mayor of Oro Valley, sent me a text. Uh, and he probably thought I was awake because I do a morning show. That's fine. So he writes, uh, Garrett, hope you are well. You got time for me to come in tomorrow, tomorrow morning for an on-air radio interview. And he's telling me when he has to leave and other days he could do it, blah, blah, blah. He writes, let me know what works. I hate people playing you. And this go around, you are being played really, really bad by the challengers and their supporters. Thanks, exclamation point. Isn't that just, well, isn't that nice? Isn't that great? Listen, man. You're you're getting played. You look stupid. I didn't say you look stupid. That's exactly what he implies. Cracks me up. Cracks me up. So he wants to use this kind of psychology to try to get on the show and go. So listen, this ain't my first rodeo, right? So I responded to him at three twenty-four in the afternoon yesterday. Hey, Satish, doing well, thanks for asking. If I'm being played, I'll have you and Joe Winfield, your opponent, in studio together. If what he is saying isn't true, feel free to correct him. And I have yet to hear from Oro Valley Mayor Satish Hiermath. Maybe today. Maybe, maybe later today. Maybe Saturday. Most likely never. Um, yeah. I'm, listen. I had him in the last time was a couple of years ago, and all he did was deny everything and say, no, no, you're being played, man. Man, you're just be, you're being played, man. You're being played. Your awful golf course purchase, which you rushed through, you gave the council 24 hours to review a 585-page contract, apparently. Uh, and why would you buy, why would you rush through this purchase, by the way? Like, what's, are, is he going to sell to somebody else? <laughs> and if he does, so be it. So be it. Hey, why didn't Oro Valley go by? I would, and I would ask him, and I'll let him know, and he can prepare an answer. Why wouldn't he uh, have the town buy the Vistoso Golf Club, right? The Vistoso, Vistoso Golf Club up in Oro Valley, they shut off the water. They said, we, we, it's a money-losing proposition, the owners of that golf course. We're out of here. We're done. And the people that spent a lot of money in Oro Valley to have a golf course in their backyard are now going to lose value. And that's exactly what Satish said is the reasoning that he bought that land that golf course uh, that the Hill Nell Conquistador owned. Oh, the people there, they, they had this. I can't, I can't let anything happen. They bought that. It's my responsibility. It's not your responsibility. So I wonder why Satish doesn't buy the Vistoso Golf Club as well. Make not the town do that. Uh, I don't know if Oro Valley's going to vote that clown out or not, but he is, um, I mean, he, it's just not trustworthy. Listen, you had your chance. You did some awful things with money. you You've lost $6.9 million. No, 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 no. We're making money. That's what he would say. He'd actually not back it up. You had to have a sales tax increase to help cover the losses. You're taking money out of the general fund. You're not even repaying that. No, 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 man. You're being played. You're being played, man. You're being played. No. No, you're actually not. So, uh, yeah. We have that. You can comment. 880-KNST, 880-5678. That's, uh, that's Satish right there. Where, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah? Do we have we time? time. Uh, time's tight. Time's tight. Hang on. John, welcome to KNST. You got about 35 seconds. What's happening? 
Hey, good. Uh, McSally, during the break, McSally's commercial on uh, Sanctuary Cities. Uh, where was she when the Border Patrol uh, was searching for that illegal that escaped from the U of A hospital and the Tucson Police Department kicked him off their premises? Didn't hear a word from that. Never heard her go against Tucson. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That yes. was a couple of years ago, wasn't it? That's right. Yeah. Second thing, um, you know, I've worked, uh, we, we were in the, before they withdrew the district, I was in Grijalva's district, and I had to go for him help. They knew I was a Republican. They went out of their way. Try that with McSally's office. They won't give you the time of day. That's what I've heard from office. people. That's what I heard from people, that they literally yeah, they and, won't help. And I even called their D.C. office, and you know what? They put me through the Sierra Vista office where I did get help. That's how bad she is. Wow. John, thanks for sharing, man. Sure. Take Bye. care. Bye-bye. Uh, we will continue. 7.50. we got more comments. The Oro Valley stuff, the McSally stuff. Got to get the Kanye stuff. It's KNS. Hello. What's going on? It's Friday. Everything's good. It's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNS, TAM 790. Tucson's most stimulating a talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one. Number one. Um... Brandon Judd and his group, the National Border Patrol Council, have thrown their weight behind Martha McSally. And I believe it's because uh, he really thinks that, and they really think that she has the best chance of winning in the general over Kirsten Cinema, not Kelly Ward. I don't buy it, but I'm telling you that's what they think. Second thing that I think you need to know is that the Trumpster taking aim at the NFL again, and it's not that he's he shouldn't do this. Give me a break. He, he loves America. NFL players were kneeling and standing with fists in the air yesterday in preseason games. So Trump said, here we go. They're at it again. And he basically said, look, people pay a lot of money. This is not the time or place to protest. He said a lot of them can't even define what they're protesting. They don't even know what they're doing. So he's putting them on notice. And he should. Don't tell me that, we, you know, they can do what they want. You can't say anything. President says something. That's, that's out of line. Are you crazy? Third thing I think you need to know, the Oro Valley mayor, Satish Hiremath, Send me a text yesterday saying he wants to be on this radio show because, in uh, his words, I'm being played by the challengers. I'm being played. Again, nothing says, uh, and by the way, he's more than welcome to come on the show. I responded to him yesterday afternoon and said, if I'm being played, I'll invite your opponent on. If he says something that's not true, feel free to correct him. I have yet to hear back from Satish Iremath. Uh Nothing says... Um, I will endear myself to someone by insulting them, telling them they're too stupid to realize they're being played. You look so dumb by listening to them and believing what they have to say. Let me on your radio show so I can say something different. Yeah, I laugh at that. So, ball's in your court now, brother. But um, I predict nothing will happen. To me, and th- those are three things I think you need to know really quick. Uh, I know listeners have emailed Satish and they've told me that Satish emails back about this show. We'd come on, blah, 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 about the challengers, the election. And uh, he has always uh, ended the, uh, he's, he's ended emails in the past going, and I never listen to Garrett's show, which means he listens all the time. But it doesn't, even if he doesn't, wouldn't that, I would actually rather he didn't because it would prove uh, again how uh, he lacks judgment, right? He totally lacks judgment. I mean, he, irresponsible purchase of the golf course. And then all of a sudden he claims that I'm being played by stuff. If he doesn't listen, how does he know I'm being played? Is it by second information about what people are telling him? Just more irresponsibility. 
So anyway, uh, we'll see if anything happens from that, which again, I predict will not. Will not. Uh, and you can comment about any of this stuff if you'd like. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Some other things to uh, to get to into play. Uh, I don't watch late night TV because I have to get up at the crack of dawn, but I would never watch it anyway, to be honest with you. All of a sudden, I mean, I, I see clips, and I see on all these shows, what's Colbert, uh, that uh, Seth Meyers guy. You know, it, to me, I, I I see clips, and I see that they have on their shows politicians and news anchors and cable news anchors. And I'm like, when did that actually become entertaining? It used to be you had some celebrities say we want about celebrities. They'd be entertaining. Who the hell wants to see Lester Holt? You know, Jim Acosta, CNN, fake news. Jim Acosta was a guest on one of the late night shows. Who the hell wants to stay up late? How is that funny and entertaining to watch Jim Acosta be interviewed? You know, they're in touch with their audience. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. All eight of them. Um, it's, it's, it's pathetic. So anyway, Jimmy Kimmel had on Kanye West. And you know what he wanted to do. He's just, Kanye, how the hell can you like Trump? And I think the media is kind of getting it wrong when it comes to what Kanye did and said. I want to play some sound bites for you for this. Because remember the whole big storm Kanye said, you know, he liked the way Candace Owens thought free thinker, and that's what he's about. He's like, hey, nobody should tell you what you should think, except for me, of course, or Mika's face. Remember Mika's face said that? It's our job to tell you how to think. Here we go. The dangerous, you know, edges here are that he's trying to undermine the media, trying to make up his own facts, and it could be that while unemployment and uh, the, the economy worsens, he could have undermined the messaging so much that he can actually control right. uh, exactly what people think. And that yeah. is the that is if our you, job. Yeah, that is our. No, it's my job. Think for yourself. You can agree, disagree, whatever. Uh, so. Um, that, that's what he's about. Think for yourself. And he kind of says that, and Jimmy Kimmel is too stupid. And I think he got frustrated with Jimmy Kimmel. Anyway, 49, please, if you don't mind. Kanye West said, um, that people basically missed the whole point of what he said to TMZ about, uh, liking Trump, backing Trump, putting on the make America great again hat. Listen to this. You know, it's one of the things I think it got met, missed on TMZ is the main thing that I was stressing is the idea of trying love. You know, we're always, you know, pushing out so much hate and love can cure so much. Just to think, am I moving in love? Is this out of love, not out of pride? Pride is a word that people often say in a positive connotation, but it's actually one of the seven deadly sins. And it takes too much ownership, but you can replace pride with love. And when I see people just even like go at the president, it's like, why not try love for one person to stand up against all odds? See that? And just hug somebody. The way hugging, that Alice Johnson hugged her family when she got out of jail. That one by one by one, we can defuse this nuclear bomb of hate that we're in as a society by thinking of everyone as our family and how would we treat our kids. See, I think that Kanye saw Trump 
And the media ignored this part, right? The media loved it when he, they took him out of context or only put some of it when he came down the escalator and he said, you know, Mexico doesn't send over the best people. They send over drug dealers, rapists, blah, blah. And he said, and some are good people. They'll always leave that part out and they stick with that. I think Kanye took notice just like you and me did, but the media tried to ignore it when Trump gave the speeches to the black communities and said, what the hell do you have to lose? Right? I want to do things for you. I want to get you working. I want to protect you. I want to get drugs out. I want to get opioids. Got all I think Kanye saw that stuff and he's like, hmm. And then he saw Trump not being a normal politician, being attacked by everyone, the media, the establishment Republicans, uh, the Democrats. And he saw that. And I think Kanye thought it was cool because he probably looks at himself the same kind of way. Where I don't think he was really talking, thinking about a lot of policies, not tax policies or stuff like that. But seeing a guy trying to make a difference by doing something completely different and fighting back against the machine. Because he sees politicians the way you and I do. This is what I believe. Kanye sees not much of a difference between a Republican and a Democrat. They all tell you what you want to hear to get elected. And then they do whatever the hell they want. And they all do that. And it's the same. It's like the same robotic person. You can put the same person in a dress, same person in a suit. And it's the same thing over and over. And then you got this guy, Trump. That is literally smashing the windows where the molds are and then lighting them on fire, being totally different. And of course, Jimmy Kimmel doesn't hear any of that stuff. Any of that stuff. And I think he pissed off Kanye because Jimmy Kimmel reacts to this. The next clip, number 50, please. And you'll hear at one point Kanye goes silent and Jimmy Kimmel doesn't know what to do. Listen to this. But yeah. just in literal terms, yeah. there are families being torn apart at the border of this country, there are, are literally families being Which torn apart as a result did. of what this president is doing. And I think that, you know, we cannot forget that whether we like his personality or or not, the, his actions are really what what matter. I mean, you so famously and so powerfully said George Bush doesn't care about black people. It makes me wonder what makes you think that Donald Trump does or any people at all. And he goes silent. And he's just standing at him. He won't answer. Why don't we take a break? We'll come back. And uh, Kanye West. Uh, yeah. And Kanye smiled after that. But I think Kanye is kind of like, did you not just listen to what I just said? Did you not just hear what I, I, that's what I take it as. Where he said, well, you know, it's nice what you just said and stuff like that. What about this? And he said, George Bush doesn't care about black people. How can you say Trump cares about black people? And I think he was kind of like, I, I don't think you want to, you're not listening to what I said. I didn't, come to, I didn't come here to talk about my weird thing that I said, my dopey thing I said about George Bush. I think he realizes he's wrong. He was wrong then. Um, but it's, give me a break. And he just had enough and he shut down. And well, then what? The border response I would have used was, well, what about that, the guy who came over with the girl that he was um, raping? Oh, the illegal alien? The illegal alien. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fam separating families? Yep. There should be a separation. Well, and again, do you, what about every people get separated from their families every time they're arrested? Should we not arrest anybody? I mean, don't act like this is new. new. But, yeah. but, that, but, that, Connie, but I still don't think he's a big political guy in that aspect. I think I he's know. more of a free thinker. Like, this is cool. This guy's doing something different. And it's not what is normal. It's not what is perceived as normal. And then he talks about why it took him so long to publicly declare his support for Trump and wear his Make America Great Again hat. And by the way, he, he completely disagrees with his wife, Kim Kardashian. But listen to this. Here we go. Just as a musician, uh, African-American guy out in Hollywood, all these different things, you know, everyone around me tried to pick my candidate for me. Mm -hmm. And then told me every time I said I like Trump that I couldn't say it out loud or 
my career would be over, I'd get kicked out the black community because blacks are, we're supposed to have a monolithic thought. We can only like, we can only be Democrats and all. So, um, it, even when I said it right before I went to the hospital and I expressed myself and when I came out, I had lost my confidence. So I didn't have the, the confidence to take on the world and the possible backlash. And it took me a year and a half to have the confidence to stand up and put on the hat, no matter what the consequences were. And what it represented to me is not about policies, and because I'm, I'm not a politician like that, but it, represent, it represented overcoming fear and doing what you felt, no matter what anyone said, and saying, you can't bully me. Liberals can't bully me. News can't bully me. The hip-hop community, they can't bully me. Because at that point, if I'm afraid to be me, I'm no longer yay. That's mm -hmm. what makes yay. And I actually quite, I quite enjoy when people uh, actually are mad at me about certain things. <laughs> you must I enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually quite enjoy it. He actually quite enjoyed. He quite enjoyed. He he felt like he was going to get bullied. I mean, this is the mob. This is the mob. They're mean. They're angry. They're they're stricken with Trump election derangement syndrome. The Teds. That's what goes on. I I felt like I was in danger. I couldn't do it. I couldn't be. And that's sad. By the way, side note: uh, the black approval of Trump has now reached a high of twenty one percent. It continues to grow. 21%. New poll. Uh, incredible stuff. 21%. However, the NAACP said this is racist. 21%, uh, more than double of what it was, the black sport was in April in a Reuters poll. So it's doubling. Even though blacks are now uh, doubling in support of Trump to 21%, Black unemployment, historic low, you name it. Um, the NAAP still says he is racist. Isn't that great? Isn't that awesome? The NAACP said in its poll analysis, voters across all racial and ethnic groups believe Trump is setting race relations back. <clears throat> Yet the support continues to grow. You gotta love that. Uh, 822 will continue. You can comment 880-KNST, 880-5678. I gotta get some sound bites of uh, the gift that keeps on giving. I don't, who's worse than the Democrats, Nancy Pelosi or the socialist dolt, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez? You got to hear what that genius said as well. Oh, why socialized medicine is cheap. Why it's a good deal. Wait till you hear a reasoning behind that. We'll get to all of it. Don't go anywhere. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. KNST has your shot at a trip to Our iHeart Radio Music Festival. Text the keyword SHOP to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeart Radio info, standard data, and message rate supply. That's SHOP to 200-200. All right, 829, Garrett Lewis with you here. Listen, iHeartRadio.com, search Garrett Lewis. That is my channel. If you miss any of the shows, Ryan puts them up there every day. iHeartRadio.com, search Garrett Lewis. If you have the iHeartRadio app, you can get to my channel as well by just Typing Garrett Lewis in the iHeartRadio app, and you'll see it. And there's uh, entire shows, highlighted segments, interviews, you name it. Ryan puts it all up there, and, and it's free. You could join. You could. You could have me this weekend on demand. Be like my wife, Garrett on demand, whenever you want. Uh, Going to be 93 today. Scattered thunderstorm. Or actually, thunderstorms is what they're calling for. Not even scattered thunderstorms. Uh, I thought this was funny. This is great right here. You ready for this one? 
Why would people want to move back to this or move to this place? We have friends that are actually moving back to San Francisco. And I don't want to like insult. Amazing, Garrett, for once you don't insult people, it's not. I Again, I don't want to be a jerk all the time. But here's the, uh, here's the headline. The San Francisco Chronicle. Apparently, um, between... Between July, 21st, uh, July 1st and July 25th, so 25 days, July 1st and July 25th, San Francisco announced their city information service portal received around 2,000 calls about human poop on the sidewalks. 2,000. That's about 80 a day, just under 80 a day. Who tested that? What? There, there's a hotline. There's a poop hotline. They... There's a portal. It's like a, the San Francisco Chronicle says there have been a lot of decrease in the 10 cities, but um, the homeless still are on the streets and they continue to poop on the streets. Uh, during the month of July, the city's 311 is from the Daily Wire. The city's 311 information and reporting hotline received lots of calls about dangerous situations on the sidewalks in San Francisco. Of the more than 3,000 reports, 1,138 were about used syringes lying in discarded public areas. 1,948 were about human feces or waste. So that's about 78 calls a day for poop. Since April, janitors have cleaned up more than 13,000 dirty needles left behind at two major public transportation hubs in the city. About 80 calls a day on poop. San Francisco, 80 calls a day on You know, I think Trump would say we don't need people from San Francisco and the rest of America. It's really an s-hole place, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that. All right, uh, coming up eight thirty-two. Uh, you got to hear this. We have a lot. What? I got to get to the uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez claiming uh, how we can afford socialized medicine. I, why it's good for people? It's it's so good when this chick talks. And then Nancy Pelosi, uh, all about illegal aliens. And there's a story, apparently now Democrats are worried about Nancy's impact on the midterms. Really? That's all coming up. Here's Fox. If you push his button, he'll push yours. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yes. 842, thanks for hanging out. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, yes, Brandon Judd and the National Border Patrol Council have thrown their weight behind Martha McSally. Because of things Martha has done, even though she's a flip-flopper. And I believe it's because they think that she can win the general and Kelly Ward can't. So there you go. Second thing that I think you need to know is uh, the Trumpsters taking aim at the NFL players again. Because they're kneeling and they're uh, raising their fists in the hand. And he sent out a couple of tweets. I retweeted them at Garrett Lewis. You can follow me there. And he said, uh, you know, you're NFL players are at it again. What are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, People pay a lot of money to watch football. You're protesting. A lot of players can't even define why they're actually protesting. It's not the time or place. Third thing I think you need to know, the Satish Hiramath, mayor of Oro Valley guy, uh, sent me a text yesterday morning, wanted to come on the show because he told me that I am being played by the challengers because he's the incumbent and there's a, a Joe Winfield is challenging him and there's three council members challenging three current council members. And apparently, I guess I'm just too dumb to realize this. I'm being played by what they're saying. I guess, what is he, Obi-Wan Kenobi? These are not the facts you're looking for. $6.9 million in golf course losses since he authorized the purchase of this. 
uh, of that money losing golf course. I am I am I not supposed to believe that? So I invited him on the show as long as his opponent can be in here, since they could fight it out with each other. He thinks I'm being played, and yet I have, I have yet to receive a response from Satish. Still waiting. Three things I think you need to know. All right. Uh, really quick, I want to go over a couple of things. I did a Facebook uh, FaceTime live. That's what it is. FaceTime live. Uh, a few minutes ago, follow me on Facebook. Facebook and like me. Follow and like facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis radio. Um, I thought it was pretty, pretty good what I did. Uh, really quick before I get to Ocasio Cortez, I guess Amarosa is trying to make some more money off of Trump, right? Remember Amarosa? She was, uh, she was on The Apprentice and everything else. She was the bad guy. I mean, they, they, it's a TV show. They created her to be a villain. It worked for her. She's, she's gotten rich because of it. Uh, Trump really liked her. She was part of his campaign. She went out stumping for him. She was part of the Trump campaign and would be a surrogate speaking on cable news shows, radio shows, you name it, about how great Trump is, why he, sh- he should win over Hillary. Then he, he hires Omarosa to be in the White House for a short time, and then she gets canned. We don't know why. Who knows? Now she's trying to make money selling a book where she, apparently she claims that she recorded things with Trump, and uh, she is now saying that Trump is a racist who uses the N-word and says there's a tape to prove it. In her memoir that she wants everyone to buy, she witnessed truly appalling things, she said. Why would she stump for a guy to be the president if she believed he's a racist? Why would she take a job for a guy in the White House with a guy that she thinks is a racist? She is so full of crap and just trying to be so, so, so outrageous to sell a book. And she knows the mainstream media will go for it. And there's, I guess there's enough uh, you know, crazies out there that will buy it and want to believe it. So she'll make money on it. That's what I think. What a nut she is, man. No credibility in my mind. All right, 845 on KNST, AM 790. Let's play 54. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Cortez, that's, uh, that's her name. Uh, again, she is as big of a nut for the Democrats as Nancy Pelosi. She wants Medicare for all, free everything. So she's asked a question by Chris Cuomo. Medicare for all, college tuition, maybe even housing, that the Green New Deal you have, it's all very expensive. Even in Bernie's home state, they got sticker shock. They couldn't get it done in his home state because of how expensive it is. They wanted to up the tax from 9% to 11%. So that was too much for people. How do you pay? How do you sell it, is what she said. The thing that we need to realize is people talk about the sticker shock of Medicare for all. They do not talk about the sticker shock of our of the cost of our existing system. You know, in a Koch brothers funded sto- uh, you know study, if any study is going to try to be a little bit slanted, it would be one funded by the Koch brothers. It shows that Medicare for all is actually much more is is actually much cheaper than the current system that we pay huh? right now. And let's not forget that the reason that the Supreme Court upheld the Affordable Care Act is because they ruled that these monthly payments that everyday Americans make is a tax. And so while it may not seem like we pay that tax on April 15th, we pay it every single month, or we do pay a tax season if we don't buy, uh, you know, these plans off of the exchange. Pause it. So- Again, the question was, how do you pay for all this? Okay, let's continue. So we're paying for this system. We Americans have the sticker shock of health care as it is. Hmm. And what we're also not talking about is why aren't we incorporating the cost of all the funeral expenses of oh. those who die because they can't afford access to health care. Oh. That is part of the cost of our system. Positive. Why don't we? Well, so apparently, according to this genius, if we just gave everybody health care for free, that costs thirty two trillion dollars. I'm sorry, thirty two point six trillion dollars. 
If we just gave them that, then they'd live longer and we wouldn't have to pay for funerals. Well, that or nobody would ever mm-hmm. die. Well, that too. And that You'd would be cost, immortal. Yeah, but apparently the cost of funerals is what's driving up the cost of health care. Keep talking, lady. Let's continue. Why don't we talk about the cost of reduced productivity because of people who need to go on disability, because of people who are not able to participate in our economy, because they have ac- because they're we having- have three point eight percent unemployment rate, the lowest in like what since, since 50, 60 years. This is the most productive we've been Oh, my neck. <laughs> oh, my neck and my back. Oh, is she dumb? Let's continue. Keep talking. Because they're having issues like diabetes or or they don't have access to the health care that they need. Well, I can agree with oh. that. Every Friday we get donuts here and I yeah, always have to eat them. Go. I'm pretty sure it's making uh-huh. me bad. There you go. I mean, somebody else will pay for it. You. Exactly. Oh. Listen, why are we you. talking about how much we pay for funerals? I didn't realize we are paying for funerals. Are we paying for funerals? <sighs> this is what we're doing? It's like the big fancy funerals with all the cars know. and the this flowers and the may- pallbearers. I maybe who is like you know you know. I don't. I'm just get in the box. She is just as dumb as the day is long, which is why you've started to see. By the way, over the past couple of weeks, the party start to distance themselves from her because she's so insane. She's like an out of control child right now. She. I mean, that's what it is. Uh, and then we hear her um, what she's going to be in about eighty years, which is Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> when she's 108 years old. Well, Garrett, the, the hard part is she got elected. Who did? Didn't she get elected? No, she won a primary. Oh, she won a primary. Sorry. She will be elected, but she won a primary. But she won. She got her foot in the door. Not my problem. Hang on. No. So she, it's that. It's great. She tricked people. She's dumb. She tricked but, but those, people. But those people are dumber in New York. So mm. this is what she's going to be in 80 years. Nancy Pelosi. Number 55. Nancy Pelosi admits that if... Uh, you vote Democrat, you're giving leverage to illegal aliens. Listen to this. We are not going to be able to get it done under the Republican... I mean, comprehensive immigration reform. We yeah. believe we're not going to that get it we done. will have leverage when we win in November. Oh. And why is that important? Because it gives leverage to every family, to every mom who courageously brought her child across the desert to, oh. escape, to escape death, rape, gang violence, and the rest. Mm. Because it gives... Uh, hope to, to uh, because of the leverage it gives to families who's, who may have father dad may have gone home for a family funeral and now can't mm. come back into the yeah. country break the law uh, again all of those injustices have to be corrected injustices you i mean you come over illegally and then you get deported for breaking our law it's an injustice uh yes they got a, they courageously came here and broke our laws they courageously did that of course again like yeah like that uh, guy that courageously brought somebody else's five-year-old and raped her along the way and we're supposed to just let them go, catch and release. Oh, yeah. You know, you vote for us, you're going to get leverage to the illegal. Yes, leverage. So you vote for us, we give leverage to the illegals that want to give amnesty and everything else. You know, you start to play the game. Who's, who's more ignorant? Cortez or Pelosi? It's close. It's close. 851 will continue on KNST. Oh. 909. Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, Brandon Judd and his crew at the National Border Patrol Council, the union that represents all Border Patrol agents, they've thrown their weight behind Martha McSally. 
And I think it's all about they think McSally is, uh, has the best chance to win in the general, not Kelly Ward. More on that in a second. Second thing that I think you need to know, President Trump uh, taking more shots at the NFL players because they continue to kneel and then protest the anthem with also their fists in the air. President Trump tweeted out this morning, the NFL players are at it again. And he said, you know, what are you doing? People pay a lot of money to watch the games. Protesting shouldn't be part of it. I mean, let the NFL fail. The ratings will continue to drop, and these players will get paid less because the owners will get paid less. I'm telling you, the advertisers are going to say, you're charging us uh, you're charging us rates based on eyeballs that aren't there anymore. Ears that aren't there anymore. It's all going to backfire. And Trump starts every right, just like any American, to say what he wants. Um, and he's standing up for America that way. Third thing I think you need to know, the Oral Valley Mayor, Satish Hiramath, really wants to come on the show. Um... He apparently texted me early yesterday morning, but I had the day off for my kid's first day of kindergarten. Uh, I responded yesterday afternoon. I didn't hear back from him. Uh, and he basically is using the uh, the awesome line of, uh, you're getting played by my opposition. So basically, I'm too dumb to understand. They're tricking me. These people are tricking me. That's what he's trying to tell me. You're too stupid to understand you're being tricked, man. Let me on your show so I can set you straight. So I responded back to him and said, I'll have you on as long as I have your opponent on. That way, if he says something that's wrong, you can correct him. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, I think Satish is going to do it. We'll find out. I'll let you know. Three things I think you need to know. Now let's find out more about this whole situation with the National Border Patrol Council backing Martha McSally, Brandon Judd's on KNSD AM 790. Brandon, National Border Patrol Council President. How you doing, man? Hey, Garrett. How are you? I'm all right. Uh, are you in a safe area? Let's say that again. Are you in a safe area? Oh, I'm sure you're going to start firing all kinds of shots at me. Exactly. What the hell are you thinking? Putting your weight behind Martha McSally. <laughs> <laughs> tell me why. Tell me why I shouldn't have. Come well, on. well, I'll tell you what. Good one good. thing: she's afraid to come on this show and answer a question. Uh, two, she scrubbed uh, a video that showed her yelling at John Kelly to answer why he's not doing more to protect DACA recipients in in her district. Uh, Three, she actually said uh, also she wanted to take her name off of a bill that would have given amnesty to DACA recipients because she wants to hide her past. And all of a sudden to get elected, she's spouting the company line. Four, she never voted for Trump. She won't even admit that she never voted for Trump. She didn't like Trump. Uh, I'll do more, but I'll let you you answer. (laughs) Well... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay i'm a jerk i know no no not at not not at all i at least you can defend your position yes you can't i can appreciate that i, I can i can absolutely 100 percent appreciate that well um from from my standpoint is martha mcsally has always worked with with us and with with the border patrol as far as what we need the resources we need um, to secure the border and i'm i'm gonna stick strictly with border security and the history of people that i have um, and what they've done, and she's done a great job as far as um, advocating for the resources and what we need in order to make that once in that border once and for all secure. And so, yeah, this, for me, it was a no-brainer. So, and I get it. So, is this more of okay? Martha's been in Congress, and she has no, no. In fact, mm. in fact, you know, this whole drain the swamp mantra, yes. I, I believe in it one hundred percent. But, but Garrett, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, Trump has been in, in, in office now for about two years. Has there been any draining of the swamp? I mean, look at my agency. Look at, look at who, look, again, look at my agency. 
Has the swamp been drained at all in my agency? Um, well, Holman retired. Well, he was over ice. Border oh, okay. Patrol. He, he, reti- he retired. Yes. He was appointed. He was appointed. He was the one who gave us catch and release. Holman is the one who gave us. So then how, how, that, is it, how that, has he that, gone that, from, oh. I, mean, I remember you saying that, how has he gone from giving you guys catch and release? Was that a directive under Obama? Did he say to appease his yes, boss? Because yes, all of a sudden he came, he's 180 degrees different now when Trump took office. Yeah, well, that, that's exactly. These people are chameleons. They, they are going to do and say anything that they have to do and say to, to stay in, in the power that they have. Isn't McSally and, the and same way? Was, what's that? Isn't McSally the same way? Um, from, again, from my standpoint, absolutely not. Uh, look at the border security. Look at what she has advocated for us. Um, and, and she's done a great job. And so I have to stick with that. But okay, what, what, what did she ad- hang on, What did she advocate for you? Like what? Cause, okay. cause, cause what we know is that she was doing everything she could to try to, she literally took her name off of a bill she co-sponsored because she didn't want people to realize that that bill, which would have given amnesty to DACA recipients, uh, was attached to her. So how does that okay, help so, you guys? So, so first off, first off, I 100% supported Trump as far yes. as, as the DACA if we would have gotten border security. You take a snapshot in time and you say, okay, our, if we would trade DACA today for 40 years of border security, would I do that? Would I sign my name on that? Absolutely. Trump himself was for an amnesty program if it would have given us border security. And I stand 100% behind that if, in fact, it was, if, if that's how it was going to turn out. If you're going to ask me, are we going to continue down this same path where, where out of every two crossings, one gets away, one gets apprehended, but that one that gets apprehended ends up getting released under the home and catch and release program, um, you know, are, are you, would, would I give up, would I give up DACA for, 40 years of border security? Absolutely. And do I think that the, that the majority of the, the American public would do the same? Absolutely. I, I, I believe that they would do the same. And Martha McSally was in the same boat. So where did, you, where did she go wrong if Trump himself was for an amnesty program if it was going to give us border security? Um, I, 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 I'm looking at everything that she's done in the past. I'll give you one example. 2015. She voted for the National Defense Authorization Act, which would have been amnesty for illegal aliens, one of only 20 Republicans to vote with 182 Democrats to get that going. So, uh, you know, I just, I don't know. It's hard for me to trust. I look at it this way, and you answer this for me. Who would do more for you and more to secure the border if they were in office, Martha McSally or Kelly Ward? From... uh, I I can't answer that question because I don't know what Ward would actually do. Do do I know what campaign speeches are? Do I know what people will say on the campaign tra- trail? Absolutely. Would she ab- would she actually come through? Who knows? You have no idea. I mean, look at how many politicians I've dealt with over over my career in the border patrol, and the vast majority of them will tell you one thing behind closed doors and then turn around and do another thing. What I do have is I have a history with McSally of actually advocating for and doing what's what's necessary for the border patrol. Why wouldn't I stick with that? I know you say well, you, and I remember you stuck with John McCain too. You guys backed him in 2016. We did, and we then did. Uh, and 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 Garrett, 
Am I going to agree with every no. single thing that McSally does? Of course not. Am I going to agree with every single thing that McCain does? Of course not. Would I be backing McCain today? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Am I, am I insanely disappointed in, in what McCain turned out to be? Absolutely. Will, will I be disappointed two years from now in, in Mark McSally? Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Um, I would never throw my hat in the ring behind somebody that I think that I would be disappointed in. But you can't. I don't know. But, but uh, again, look at, the, look at the, the, the main campaign promises of, of, of President Trump, which was drain the swamp and build the wall. You know, I got you. Am I, I going to? Yeah. Am, am, am I yeah. going to jump on and, and, and hammer President Trump because of those things? Of course, I'm not. Because there's a lot more factors that go into it than just the president himself. Is the president himself working his butt off to try to drain the swamp and build the wall? Yes, he is. He is. Does he have people like McCain, like Flake, that are that are trying to stymie every single thing that he's trying to do? Yes, that's happening as we speak. So. You know, I, I mean, there's there's a lot of different things that go into into you know these politics, and Kelly Ward would be one of 100. One person by themselves is very difficult to get things done, and and McSally, one of 435, it's even it's even more difficult. Let me ask you this, Brandon. So, Brandon, Judd, Brandon Judd is with the National Border Patrol Council, and he is on KNST AM 790. Um, do you think Martha McSally has been consistent? since she's been in Congress, on illegal immigration? I think, I think that that one, that one instance, the defense authorization bill, I think that's the one thing that I would look back and say, I wish she wouldn't have done that. But that's one. I mean, we that's have sound bites where she had town halls down here in southern Arizona where she was asked point blank about, uh, about building a wall, and she didn't think it was always the greatest idea. I mean, oh. that's where I, I just see oh, okay. and I, I, I yeah. There, I, I haven't heard those sound. I, I, I haven't heard those sound bites, so I can't comment on things that I'm not that, that I'm not intimately familiar with. Um, but w- what I can say is, is from what I know, McSally has always exactly what I've said. If you ask me right now, and you said, Brandon, we need a 2,000 mile wall on the southwest border, my answer would be no. Yet I have been one of the biggest supporters in Trump and his wall. I have constantly said a wall in strategic locations. Give me walls in strategic locations where I can where I can dictate the flow of illegal traffic, and I will become a lot more effective in in what I do. But a wall on on all two thousand miles of the border, I think that's absolutely stupid. Um, do you see where people would wall, be would be questioning this? I don't mean to cut you off, but we're just running short on time, and you're awesome for no, joining no, no, us. That's fine. That's do, fine. do you see where people would be? I guess upset because they view Martha. Martha, I mean Kelly, at the drop of a hat, will come on the show. And I know this has nothing to do with you, but it goes to character and standing up for you believe and encourage your conviction. Uh, Kelly has said the same thing for years about border security. You know, wall, wall, we need the wall. We, of course, you need to wear works. You need the wall. Uh, she doesn't want an amnesty right away. She wants to make sure we get the wall first before the amnesty. Uh, Martha has flip-flopped back and forth in that situation. She has not been a big Trump supporter. Uh, John McCain's 2008 PR company that helped him with his 2008 presidential campaign is the same one that's managing Martha's senatorial bid. Um, it's just the the establishment fingers. I mean, Mitch McConnell is supporting Martha McSally. Does that not raise red flags for you guys? Um, 
a, a PR firm, absolutely not. You're going to go with a PR firm that's going to get information out. PR firms are just the, the, the same as, as, as what our government agencies are. It's attached to this. The, literally, the, the lady that was now, her scheduler is the same one that helped was John McCain's campaign. The reason uh, I know that is that she booked McSally, and then when McSally found out she was going to be on the show and this lady didn't know what our history was, she canceled on us the last second. That's all I'm saying. They, they know what's going on. Okay, okay. That, that, that I understand. But, but yeah, but... Um, again, Garrett, I'm going to have to stick with what, what she's done for us. Mm-hmm. And, and from a border security standpoint, yes. Yes, I do. I do stand stand by Muslim side. I do stand by what she has done. Um, Kelly Ward, and let's be honest. Garrett, let, let, let's be truly honest. Mm. Kelly Ward in the state of Arizona, Fox News has the thing. If there's anything that should scare people, Fox News has, has Arizona as a, a light blue state right now. As far as the Senate, um, as far as the Senate goes, yeah, they also said that Trump wouldn't. Yeah, but they, but they also said, uh, you know, there was no way Trump would win. You had Chris Steyerwalt on Fox, that no, freaking no, loser. No, no, no. But I'm hold saying on, they, they on, all do hold that. On, hold on, yeah. hold on, yeah. Hold, hold on, where, where, where the polls had it right, the polls, the polls nationally, they were right. They had, um, um, I, I, I forget her name. I, we, we all should forget her name, to be honest with you. Hmm. What's her name? Oh, it's Clinton. Clinton. That's right, Clinton. <laughs> The national polls had Clinton winning, yes. and Clinton, in fact, won. Yes. Where, where the polls were also right were in the states. Right now, Fox News has, has Arizona as a light blue state, and that should scare people. Do you want for one second believe that Kelly Ward can beat cinema in, in, a, in a statewide election in Arizona? I, I think so. Not. So is that what it is? I, you think that McSally has the best chance of winning, so that's why you're... Oh, I, I, I know McSally has the mm. best chance of winning. Okay. I, I, I absolutely 100% know McSally has the best chance of winning. And do you think that I want to hand that over to Cinema? Absolutely not. I got you. No, I know you don't. I know. Listen, I know. And I know it's, very, uh, it's a very interesting situation. And it's still new and it's still different. And I get it. Um, I just, I think there'll be a lot of people that, and I've told them, if look, if McSally someone wins a primary, you got to vote for her because Cinema's a disaster. But, you know, again, the fact that McSally literally doesn't want to talk to media. She kicked people out of a chamber, a report out of a chamber of commerce meeting up in northern Arizona. She's, she's done. It's, she just literally, we don't know where she stands. She's afraid to talk. That's one of the things and, that bothers and that, me. And that, and that should be, that should be, let me, let me tell you something yeah. that happened. And, and, and of course, they, they won't air this. But I'm sitting at the, at the press conference when we, when we endorsed Mark McSally. And you should have seen the absolute stupid questions. Now, I'm not saying from you, you, you are a tough person. You call me on the carpet all the time, which, Garrett, I appreciate, and your listeners should appreciate. Um, you know darn good and well that I'll come on your show no matter, no matter what you're going to say mm-hmm. to me, and your listeners should appreciate that. Yes. But I, I will tell you, you should have seen the stupid questions and the stupid attacks that she got. Remember, when, remember that article um, where I was critical of the deployment of the National Guard? Yes. yes. First off, First off, nobody went on Fox News more than I did to uh, cheerlead the decision to put the National Guard on the border. But when the National Guard came down to the border and they weren't being deployed, look, they were in our parking lots and they were, they were drawing lo- um, um, the parking line. That's what the National Guard was doing. We were wasting our money for the National Guard to paint our parking um, places. Mm. They, weren't, they weren't getting out and they weren't... Um, bring up our agents to be on the border like like what they had in the past. And so I was critical of that. Now, everybody says that, oh, well, you were critical of the National Guard being on the border. No, I'm not. In fact, I've always said the National Guard is absolutely necessary. 
But of course, they take they, they, they take the the headline. They don't read the whole article. And this is the kind of crap that I've seen the media constantly give Martha McSally. I'm not saying that about you. I wish she would go on your show. Um, but w- when that's the case, I would kick the media out as well. Yeah, I know, but I'm if different. The media, if, if the I media gotcha. was saying stupid yeah. stuff like that, I'd be like, get out of my face. I get gotcha. Out. Go. I got gotcha. you. Brandon, I'm really late, and I understand. I, I appreciate I that perspective. Dude, I, I respect you. We're not always going to agree. My wife doesn't always agree. That's why she's wrong a lot. But uh, I want to talk to you about this. And, uh, dude, I give it to you for coming on the show, man. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon, brother. I appreciate it, man. Be safe. All right, dude. 930. Thanks for hanging out. Gary Lewis with you. Going to be 93 thunderstorms. Moist, muggy, gross. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Uh, here's the first email I got. And by the way, you can comment about the whole branded situation. 880-KNST, 880-5678. WTF. Swamp got to Brandon. They should have withheld until primary. McSally is a euthanasia applied to the Republican Party in Arizona. Well, uh uh-huh. And uh, I'm telling you, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but I think I'm telling you. I, I, I don't know why they decided to jump in here except that they really think Martha has the best chance of winning. They don't think she's doing so well right now. So they said, let's just get on there and just, you know, back her. And we think that can help her. So I, I'm predicting that Martha is not doing so well compared to Kelly. Again, I could be wrong, but this is just everything that I have. Um, everything that I have actually, well, my experience, why people do certain things. I'm just thinking that Martha is just kind of, not doing what is needed. So they're trying to help her with that big push. And Ryan mentioned something to me during a break. He's like, I think this might actually help Kelly. It might get more people fired up to want to get out there and back Kelly than ever before. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. I think people were fired up for Kelly anyway. But you never know. But I think this is just, a, a, again, a sign that Martha's not doing so well in this primary. You never know what these damn polls say. One has Kelly up by 10. One has Martha up by 10. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, we'll find out in uh, 18 days, hopefully. Uh, so, all right. Uh, that's, you, you can comment. We have much more. We, gotta, we, we did the Ocasio-Cortez, right? We did those. Uh, we have much more. Oh, I got to get to the awesome story about the media trying to claim that Trump's tariffs have destroyed a factory. They're closing down because of them. Except they're, they're again, fake news. They're leaving out a very important fact about this factory, like where this factory actually makes stuff. That's coming up. Does this uh, factory have factors? May, maybe it does. Factors of 10 and factories of 10 and things like that. So it's hot. It's muggy. It's nasty. It's gross. Imagine the relief you can get if you jumped into the pool in your backyard. But if you don't have a pool in your backyard, would you like one? I'm only saying that because Mattamy Homes, M-A-T-T-A-M-Y, Mattamy Homes, they have communities in the Marana area, Dove Mountain area. They have communities in Oro Valley. If you build a new house, build a brand new house, isn't that great? Why does it be brand new? If you build a new, isn't it the same thing as brand new? Build a new house in Mattamy Homes, they will throw in a pool or a spa on them. Imagine that. You can relax almost year-round here in a pool or a spa right in your backyard. And if you build a new home with Mattamy Homes, you'll receive a free pool or spa on them. And these homes are starting from the high twos, you have any questions about this? Call Madame Holmes right now at 999-2730. Heard this client on the radio say, I can get a free pool or spa if I build a new home with you. 
And they'll say, yes, that's true. And you'll say, which part? One, he's a clown. Two, yes, the pool and spa thing is true also. 999-2730. Find out more. MadamyHomes.com slash Tucson. He doesn't need to take a selfie because he thinks about himself all the damn time. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yes, 943. How you doing? It's Friday. We've made it. It's good. Russia's coming up next. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, the Trumpster. Oh, the Trumpster. Uh, we'll get to him in a second. One, you just heard it. Brandon Judd uh, and the National Border Patrol Council throwing their weight, throwing their weight behind Martha McSally. And again, I think it's all because they think she can win the general. Well, there was that, you know, thinking with uh, with Trump in the primary as well, right? Second thing that I think you need to know, the Trumpster uh, making his comments about the NFL players. They started kneeling again yesterday in preseason games. Trump says they're at it again. NFL players at it again, taking a knee when they should be standing proudly for the national anthem. Numerous players from different teams wanted to show their outrage at something that most of them are unable to define. They make a fortune doing what they love. Be happy, be cool. Football game. The fans are paying so much money to watch and enjoy is no place to protest. Most of that money goes to the players anyway. Find another way to protest, stand proudly for your national anthem, or be suspended without pay. So the Trumpster said. And of course, the sports media... One idiot said, oh, the Mueller probe must be tightening around his neck. Such dopes. Third thing I think you need to know, Oral Valley Mayor Satish Hiramath has texted me that apparently he didn't get my text. He now wants to be on the show. And I guess he's willing to do it with uh, his opponent, Joe Winfield. I'll get back to him on that. But I guess, I mean, why all of a sudden does Satish want to come on the show, right? Three things I think you need to know. Uh, he texted me yesterday, 5.10 in the morning, claims he didn't get my text at 3.24. I sent him a screenshot, right? Um, interesting. Interesting stuff. Uh, but why would he, all of a sudden, because he never wanted to come on the show in the past. Now he wants to come. He said, and he said, by the way, that I'm being played by, the, by his challengers. Huh. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> I like it. So anyway, we'll figure that one out. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, what's funny is Satish sent me a text. He's like, somebody called me and told me that you said this on the radio. That Hang on. This, I'm Because I'm, I'm honest with you, right? I'm honest with you. Um, and, and he said, uh, where was it? Uh, just got a call from a friend who listens to your show and said, he said, you contacted me about coming on your show. I'm calling, but I can't get through. Why are you lying to your listeners? Not, so I sent him a screenshot of my response, and then he sent me a screenshot back with no response. I don't know how he didn't get it, but whatever, whatever. What I care about is good radio. And I will make my decision. Just because all of a sudden you want... I've asked... You, you've had two years to come on the show. And in the past, I, I've actually texted him in the past. Hang on. Hang on with me, and we'll get to other stuff about that... Uh, that uh, the tariff story in a second. That's very interesting. Um, he has turned me down in the past repeatedly. Repeatedly about the Naranja Park bond project or about Little League backing it, saying that they all this stuff. Uh, can't come on the show. Can't come on the show. So just because you want to now doesn't mean I'm going to actually make it happen. Well, why don't we do this? Why don't we have men and we cover all the old stuff first and then we get to the new stuff. 
We'll see. <laughs> I made you think. I saw your face. Well, I'm going to cover all the stuff that I want to cover. Well, why not? It's your show. I thank you. You don't pay the bills. No. Do you? But I make them so much money that they can pay the bills. Anyway. Exactly. So uh, really quick, well, uh, so we'll, maybe we'll, we'll give you an update on that. On that, maybe on Monday, we'll we'll see. Uh, it, I'm not going to make a decision live on the air, even though I've had many decisions. <laughs> that would be the first time live right? on the air. Um, Bad decisions. Mm-hmm. Good decisions. There's only one thing I really need to know. All we do is win, win, win. Seems to be that way, huh? But again, you're getting played, man. Played. All right, so that's pretty strong, man. That, that I got played. That I'm. Yeah, I mean, it's just I don't know. I don't. Are know you really like getting played? Or you just like uh, you know you just did the interview. I I don't believe I'm getting played. And it, you know, part of me is kind of like you know what? Screw you. I mean, what about the voters and the people of Aurora Valley who've got played? Over exactly, that and he wouldn't come on to talk about that for a long time. Yeah. So I don't even know if I want to do this. And this whole thing—if all of a sudden people that don't know the actual law say equal time. Supreme Court ruled this kind of radio station doesn't have to abide by that. A music station does, but not this one. Not not one like this. Just telling you. So, uh, really quick. Um, speaking of fake news. Mm-hmm. You are fake news. I, I not well sometimes. So uh, there's a story. Time Magazine did a story. Apparently, I believe it was Time Magazine. Uh, claiming a major TV factory has closed in America, and they blame Trump's tariffs. Right? A TV manufacturer was being on, uh, the, the Time Magazine had it here, a TV manufacturer, the last major TV factory in America, Element Electronics. They are in Winsboro, South Carolina. 126 workers will be laid off. It's very sad, very sad. Um, there was a story in Time Magazine. It says here in, this, in, a, in a statement about the layoffs, Element Electronics executives said the announcement is due to Trump's tariffs on imported Chinese goods, writing, the layoff and closure is a result of the new tariffs that were recently and unexpectedly imposed on many goods imported from China, including the key television components used in our assembly operations in Winsboro. But apparently the problem is... Uh, Time Magazine described Element Electronics that way, but they make their products, its products are made in China and only assembles some of its television sets in South Carolina. Time Magazine described this company, Element Electronics, as the last major TV factory in America, despite the company not making any of its products in America. They're made in China. This is from Breitbart now. They have this. They have a 2014 story about this company from a left-wing blog called Think Progress, right? Think Progress reported how a complaint was filed with the Federal Trade Commission that accused the TV manufacturer back in 2014 of falsely claiming their product was made in America when it was actually made in China. Yeah. Think Progress, 2014, they write, Instead, the complaint alleges the Chinese-made TVs arrived to Element South Carolina assembly line in boxes adorned with a waving American flag and the slogan America Matters on the front and the phrase assembled in the USA on top. Element's employees unscrew a plastic panel, install a Chinese motherboard, close the panel, return the TVs to their patriotic packaging so they can be shipped out to Walmart, Target, Sam's Club, QVC, that kind of stuff. 
So it's made in China. But they're trying to make Trump be a bad, bad, bad guy. Uh, there was some research being done. Right? UBS Wealth Management, America's, asked business owners about tariffs. This is UBS Wealth Management. 69% of business owners support additional tariffs on imports from China. 88% of business owners said China engages in unfair trade practices. 66% of business owners support additional tariffs on Mexico. 64% of business owners support tariffs on goods imported from Europe. 44% of business owners say Trump's tariffs will be good for their business. So it looks like there's some support there, huh? 952. 952. Um, We'll finish off uh, with something fun, too. Something very fun. Do you know what that is? Uh, Apparently, the genius, this is just, I have fun with her. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She was challenged to a debate. Do you know who challenged her to a a debate? And said, if you do this, I'll give 10 grand to your campaign. I'll tell you who it was. She turned it down. You have to hear why she turned it down. It's so good. It's coming up. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk.